praise and worship. And uh, we sang a lot about the name. So I'm going to be talking about the name of Jesus today. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. At least I'm going to throw one at you. <laughs> Proverbs 18, verse 10. It says, The name of the Lord is a strong power. Now, notice, he didn't say, The Lord is a strong tower. I know you want to fight me theologically. That means the Lord. I know. But God didn't say that. He said, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. Not to the Lord. The name. You get it? The name. God is the one that declared that to us. He told us about this name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous, if you are righteous, if you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, no matter what's happening, no matter what's pursuing you, no matter what's going on in your life, when you run into that name, you're safe. No troubles with that name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. If you know Jesus, that's your hiding place. When you are in that name, nothing can touch your life. No matter how hard the devil tries, he cannot touch you. And if God allows it, it's for a purpose for you to know the power of the name better. So you can stand. Amen. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 30 verse 4, Who has ascended to heaven or descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fist? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who has established the ends of the earth? Who has? And then he asks, what is his name? The name's always important. What is his name? This was Old Testament. And then he asks, what is his son's name? If you know, or if you can tell. It's a secret. It's a secret. The name. Powerful name. The one who's done all these great things to pound water in the garment, to hold the wind in, in his fist. The name. And God's asking, do you know his name? Can you tell? What's the purpose of this? Because that name holds significance in, heal, in living. In your life on the earth. If you can tell. Whenever God wants to do a thing, he reveals himself in a new name. It's always that way. He gives a name. If he's to provide, he gives a name. God reveals himself in the name. Why is he coming at us with names? Because he's the name that's important to us. The people living on the earth. 
God said to Moses when he was about to deliver the children of Israel from Egypt. They had been there for about 400 years. They were, I'm sure they had become very hopeless. But God was going to deliver them. And God appeared to Moses and told Moses, you go, tell them, I'm going to deliver them. I heard their cries. And then in Exodus chapter 6, verse 2 and 3, God spoke to Moses. He says, God said to him, I am the Lord. He introduced another name. The Lord, I am Jehovah. The self-existing one, I do whatever I please. I am the Lord. I own everything. I am the Lord. Then he said, I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. And God Almighty. But by my name, Lord Jehovah, I was not known to them. In other words, they didn't know God in that way. When God reveals a name, he's revealing another part of himself, depending on the purpose for which he's come down from heaven. God said to Moses, I have now come down from heaven to bring deliverance to my people. And I'm going to give you this new name for deliverance. It's always the name. The name. And you know, in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, verse 12, Peter was speaking after the healing of a lame man. We'll come in more to that later. And he says, Nor is there any, nor is there salvation in any other. There is no deliverance. There is no freedom. Nor is there salvation in any other. For there is No other name under heaven. No other name under heaven given among men. So the name is living among us. No other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Only that name. The name of Jesus brings salvation. For everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Not everyone who just calls upon the Lord, but everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We must be saved. That's Romans 10 verse 13. Everyone, if you call on the name, you will be saved. That's if you call from a heart of faith. You will be saved. Saved from what? Whatever is ailing your life. Whatever it is. If it's financial trouble, you will be saved. If you call on his name. Whatever you have. You see, the name Jesus is God's final name for his purposes under heaven. For mankind. He says in Hebrews chapter 1, God who has spoken to us through prophets in different ways has now chosen to speak to us through his son through whom he created all things. And then he gave his son that name. Angel Gabriel came on that day when when he appeared before Mary and brought the name to the earth. Amen. 
brought it and announced it. He will be called Jesus. He will be called Jesus. He's the name that's been given to us. That is with us. The name takes the place of Jesus in his absence. He ascended into heaven. Guess what? He sat down. He sat down in heaven. He's not working anymore. He gave us his name. You go do the job. Take my name. And we're coming to that. So if you call on the name, you are saved. It's a strong tower. The righteous run to that and they are safe. And you can, no matter what you have today, no matter what's healing your life today, all you have to speak, say the name. Say the name. Say the name. Against whatever it is, say the name. The name is that important. You know, the Bible says this in John chapter 1 verse 12. It says, as many as received him in his time, when he was here, he says, as many as received him, he gave the right to become children of God, right? But he didn't stop there. Notice what he says. And to those who believe, what? In his name. Believe his name. His name takes his place in his absence. The name is everything he was when he was here in person. When you use the name, it's as if he's right there speaking. And the devils understand it. Your problem understands it. Sin understands it. Sickness understands it. When you speak the name, it's as if they're hearing the voice of Jesus. Because the name takes his place. That's the place of the name of Jesus. Amen? That's his place. Do you know in First in John chapter 3 verse 23, he says, God gave us commandment. He says, and this is his command. What is his command? To believe in Jesus? No. Believe in the name. Can you get it? Believe in the name. This is the commandment. That you believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. And to love one another as he gave us commandment. So the name takes its place. Amen. I'm not preaching another doctrine. Okay. This is just scripture. And uh, if you have any problem, check the scripture yourself. You're reading it with me. Right. It's something God gives you an opening. So you understand something. He gave Moses that name and Moses went into Egypt with that name. Did you see the miracles? <laughs> Moses, when he said, the Lord said, Pharaoh, let my people go. If you don't let them go, I got this name and I got this staff to prove it. <laughs> Amen. You'll let them go whether you like it or not. <laughs> You'll be tired of what the staff will do to you and what the power I have behind me is going to do. And it's the same with the devil. Can I hear an amen? He's the same. He's the same. He says to believe in that name. 
to believe in the name. He's the name that brings deliverance to us. And we're talking more about this today. I got time. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11. It says, because Jesus obeyed his father, even to the point of death, death of the cross. God, in verse, in verse 9, it says, therefore God has highly exalted him, right? God highly exalted him. That's the man, Jesus, who died on the cross. God highly exalted him. And what did he do next? He gave him a name. He gave him a name. Not only exaltation, but a name that can be used in his absence on the earth. Just as if he was here in person. When you use the name, you guys are real quiet this morning, but it's good. That's good. That means you're really getting it. <laughs> you're getting it. His name. His name. God's giving us that. His name. Highly exalted him. Highly. Because of his obedience. And has given him a name which is above every name. The name of Jesus is above cancer. Cancer is the name. The, the name of Jesus is above uh, depression. The name of Jesus is above a broken family. It don't matter what you got. This name is above and this name heals no matter what. It heals. It's above every other name. Cancer has a name, and there are different kinds of cancer. Call the name, and we slap the name of Jesus over it, and it's over. He's over. He's over. He's the name that God gave to us. You were born into that name. If you read in Acts of the Apostles, you will be confused, because the Bible talks about it. He says that they were baptized in the name of Jesus. But then in Acts chapter 19, he says, Paul says, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They said, we, didn't, we haven't heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And Paul, Paul said, how were you baptized then? He says, well, John baptism. Because if they were baptized the way Jesus asked them to be baptized, they would have been baptized in the name of the Father and in the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And they said, we haven't. But when you read, he took them in and he baptized them in the name of Jesus. What is he talking about? He baptized them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit into the name. They were baptized into the name. That gives you the right to use this name against devils. That gives you right to use the name against cancer. That gives you right to use the name against liver problem. Whatever problem it is. Financial issues. The name. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. You know, in our time, we don't do much. But the time, people just call on the name. And miracles happen. Smith Wigglesworth said, all we did, just, just, just call. they just keep calling on the name. The name of Jesus. And they just said, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. An impossible situation transformed. Total healing came in. The place got hot. Amen. Just by saying the name. And the person was healed. Instantly, we don't know the power of this name. You see, 
name in heaven, angels and all of and everybody over there, when they hear the name, they must bow. Things on earth, it doesn't matter, president, whoever. Everything on earth. If a demon is on earth, he's going to bow. If Satan happens to appear on earth, when I say the name, he, he has to bow. Sickness all must bow. And they must confess that Jesus is Lord. And the Father loves it. When they are forced to say yes, we agree. He is the master. We're bowing out. We're bowing out right now. We're bowing out. You have your point. You made your point with this name and we can't stay here anymore. We're going out. Amen. When we use that name, when we use that name, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. You know the centurion, he, he got it. He got it. You don't have to struggle to use the name. He understood it. He said, I am a man under authority. I have soldiers under me. <laughs> and I also have servants. I said to my servant, do this. And he does it. I said to my soldier, do this. And they do it. <laughs> what is he saying? Jesus is the master of sickness and disease. They are his servant. Hello. He says, get out. And they're gone. He said to Jesus, just say the word. You are the master. Say the word and the sickness is out of my child. Amen. Say the word. You are the master of things in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. Once I say the name, they know to bow out. They know to do that. He understood. You know, the Bible also says that to, to actually give thanks to the name. Give thanks to the name of Jesus. Give thanks to the name. The name, let me say it again. The name takes his place in his absence. Because he's right there in heaven. He's finished his work. He's sitting down. And we use his name here on earth. He gave that to us. Gave that to us. I want to go into the story right after the the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. And many of you will be healed today. I really believe that. If you're sick, don't wait for somebody to come to you. Say the name. Over your sickness. And the sickness will bow out. We're out of here. If you're afraid, it take over your life. But why should you be afraid? I got the name. Amen. The name of the Lord is what? A strong tower. Run to the name. Don't be afraid. None of this sickness. Nothing. Run to the name. It's a safe place to go. Don't tolerate it. That's why I like, you know, Michael. He says, I was angry when they said I have a heart attack. What am I doing here in the hospital? Yeah. That anger. And remember I was in Nigeria with Bishop there. Two bishops. And we had heard about Michael having a, a heart attack. And we were in the restaurant. And, and I, there was Michael's call. This is the man that had a heart attack. How is he talking? On Sunday he was back in church. Are you kidding? When Jesus' name is put into the equation, you got the right answer. Amen. You got it. 
That's what it is. You know, in Acts chapter 3, after they had received the Holy Spirit, it says about the ninth hour, Peter and John, they were going into the temple for prayer. It was the hour of prayer. And there was a man that was brought to the gate beautiful, born lame. Lame from the womb. And he was sitting there at the gate beautiful. Sometimes I wonder, did Jesus not pass through that gate? Hello. That was the first miracle in the new, after Jesus left. You know that? The very first miracle that they did after Jesus ascended. I believe Jesus went through that place and just overlooked the guy. Leaving the healing of that man for his disciples for their experiment. Using the new name given to them. Okay? <laughs> you don't see it that way, but that's the way I see it. He left him there. They'll take care of that later. Amen? So they can have confidence in what they have. And so the, Peter, they both were going, John, and the man was begging and turned to them to get something. And think about it. Peter and John said, look on us. I'm sure the guy said, this is going to be big. Because he said, look on us. Come on, focus. Focus on us. And he said, wow, these guys really mean something. He says he was expecting to receive something from them. That's what's missing in the church. We come to church expecting nothing. You came the way you came and left the same way when service was over. But you were in the, said, were you in the presence of Jesus? Yes. We went to church and Jesus was there. Well, it doesn't show in your life. We don't see any difference. Think about what happened in the days of Jesus, right? They came back excited, right? Even if they did, were not healed, they saw things that got them excited. But we can't see it because we don't come expecting much. It's just time. The first thing we do, praise and worship. And afterwards, the pastor will preach. And... They say the last prayer, and we go home. Is is that it? That's it? No. It was always so exciting when Jesus was there. But he is here today in the power of his name. Amen? And we will see some things. Things will happen here this morning. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Things will happen here. So they said, look at us. Look at us. And the man looked. And then this is what Peter said to him. Silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. He knew that's what he had. Many of us don't know what we have. Peter knew he had the name. Yes, he knew that. And the name will perform miracles. I have the name. Look on us. We're going to give you something better than money. You haven't worked. You came into the world lame. But today you walk. So he, he lifted him up because he knew the name would work. No doubt in his mind. He didn't waste time. He lifted the guy up 
and he leaped, he walked, and he praised God. And then the people, they saw that. Oh, miracle. That's the man. He used to, he's walking. They all came around. And they were looking so amazed. In my mind, if you know Jesus, says, Jesus is gone, but who are these guys? Right? Who's doing the same kind of stuff? They came around. And Peter said, to, when he understood what was going on, he said, when Peter saw it, he responded to the people. Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us as though by our own power or godliness we have made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified, exalted, right? Remember? Glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And kill the prince of life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And then, verse 16. And then, what did he go? And the name. Did you see that? And the name. Through faith in their name. The name. He told them who, what did the miracle. Jesus is gone, but his name is with us. The name. True faith in his name. True faith in his name. And his name. True faith in his name. Has made this man strong. What made him strong, Jesus? No! Faith in the name of Jesus. Made him strong. And if you have the same faith in the name of Jesus, when he's spoken over your life, you will be strong. That's the scriptures. Hello. Faith in his name. And then he said, yes. The faith which came through him has given this man faith because he says, for by grace are you saved. Through faith. And that, not of yourself. It came from him. But it's the faith they had for the power of the name. It was the name. After this, the disciples were seized. Two of them. And they locked them up. The authorities locked them up. And then the, the chapter 4, they wanted to know. In verse 8, they said, by what power? Or by what means? I mean, what power? Or by what name? Did you do this miracle? They wanted to know. And then listen to what Peter had to say to them. Verse 10, chapter 4, verse verse 9. If we this day adjourned for a good deed, done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all, uh, that you all got me there. Uh, this man is a Texan. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Let it be known to y'all <laughs> and to all the people of Israel that by what? By the name. By what? By the name. 
He didn't say, Jesus, by the name of Jesus. He told them that again. It's the name. By the name. That's what brought this strength, healing to these men. We've been given a powerful name. It's his final name for humanity. And we can always use that name. It's the name given to us. For all of us who are believers. In verse 30, after they let them go, they went to their, disciple, their, their, their fellow disciples and then they started praying. And, and then they started crying out to God. They said, God, you hear their threatenings. You, you can hear them threatening us. But now, we want that you grant us boldness. That with all boldness, we will speak the word. By stretching out your hand. To heal. And then he says, and that, by, that signs and wonders may be done by the name or through the name of your holy child, Jesus. Again, we get back to the name. We get back to the name. Is the power, we sang about it this morning, power of the name of Jesus. Power of that name. When we speak that name, we get our healing. We get our deliverance. Then they, they actually threaten them. We don't want you speaking in that name anymore. Don't talk to anybody about anything using that name. You can preach, but please don't say the name. Just like in America today, pray, but don't end it with the name of Jesus. You know that in his holy name. I don't want to hear that. What holy name are you talking, Buddha? Jesus, amen? It's very offensive. Satan doesn't like it. The world doesn't want to hear it. Just say this nice prayer. And for most Christians, what we do is, oh, I've been talking and talking and talking. That's prayer. And when I want everybody to know that I'm coming to the end, then I just say, in Jesus' name. Then everybody now knows I'm ending the prayer now. No, the real power in your prayer is the last few words you said. The name of Jesus. If you're going to receive anything, it's not because of all that you've been saying. It's because you used at the very end the name of Jesus. Yes. That's the important thing there. All that you have said, are you going to tell God something he doesn't know? Let me inform you, God, about my troubles. As if it's the first time he's hearing about it, knowing about it. But the name, when you slap the name in there, after you've talked to him about the trouble, and you put the name in that equation, the problem says, I'm falling apart. (laughs) It's over for me. I'm falling apart. He used the name. Can you tell? He used the name. That's the issue here. The name of Jesus. We were baptized into that name. We've been given the authority. The Bible says, whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. That's the power. And Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verse 17, 
in 18. He says, and these signs shall follow those who believe. How many believers do we have here? How many signs follow you? Uh, that's another question. <laughs> but that's because you don't understand. If there are no signs following you. You don't have to be preachers. These signs follow those who believe. In my name. In my name. Once you slap the name on there, it's taken care of. The name of Jesus. The name that God gave to mankind. His final solution for human problems. The name of Jesus. A name given among us for our deliverance. For our salvation. For our freedom. For our healing. To resolve the issues in the family. Whatever the problem is. That name. That name. That name. You can't. I think it was the FF Bosworth or whoever was saying this. When you breathe that, you breathe that name. An oppressive soul insists on speaking the name and breathing. That oppression will disappear. They have to bow. They have to bow. In my name, they shall cast out demons. You know, demons are responsible for a lot of problems. Now in America, they think that all the demons, they decided they, it's Africa that they want to go live. They moved from America and went to Africa to live. They no longer live here. Uh, uh, keep, keep kidding yourself. <laughs> They're slapping your family, slapping, your fa- slapping all kinds of things and causing you so much problem. And you say they don't exist. Somebody actually asked me, do you believe in witches? I said, yeah. How can you be a Christian and believe in witches? It's in the Bible. God says so. Are you, you, don't, you haven't read it. I'll show you. It's right there. It's there in the scriptures. You think the witches have all disappeared? All the demons disappeared. They decided they want to go to one corner of hell and live. It's more comfortable there. They're still around. Many times when people don't understand the message. And they've heard over and over again. They cannot come to a place of salvation and understanding of freedom that Jesus brings to us. Sometimes it's because of a demon there. And you break the name of Jesus and all of a sudden it's like a light bulb goes on. And now they can understand this. I didn't know it was that simple. Yes, the name of Jesus. They shall cast out demons. In his name, they shall cast out demons. You remember the sons of Sceva? They, they could have cast out the demons, but they didn't know Jesus. So the demons said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? But when you are born into his name, you can use his name, and the demons, instead of hearing your voice, when you use his name, they hear Jesus' voice. And they go, uh-oh, it's time to bow out. Amen. It's time to bow out. You use his name. Anyone can. Even if you are saved, you just got saved. <laughs> now you are a member of the family. And now you have been given the power of attorney. And you can use the name. And Satan knows what you've got. But the trouble is you don't even know what you got. That's the issue. All our needs can be met. Jesus left 
his name here with us. I told us over and over again in the scriptures. I'm going to go through this quickly. In John chapter 14, verse 13, it says, And whatever you ask, whatever, <laughs> it's like a blank check. Right? Don't give that to a kid and tell him you can write whatever there. <laughs> you won't have anything left. But not with God. Not with God. He said, whatever you ask in my name. Will, he, will Jesus lie to us? Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father, it gives you the reason. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If, conditional, if you ask anything, and then he repeats it again, in my name, I'll do it. I'll do it. John 15, verse 16. And it says, you did not choose me. If you are a believer, that wasn't just your own doing. Jesus was part of that. God was part of it. Your eyes got opened. And then you receive Christ as your Savior. That's because God opened your eyes. The demons left. Now you are, the blinders are taken off. Now you understand Jesus is Lord. And Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. And that your fruit should remain. Listen to what he says. That whatever you ask, right? Whatever you ask the Father in my name, not just asking the Father, but asking the Father in His name. The Father will give it to you. He will give to you. He gives to you. John 16, verse 23 and 24. And we are in that day. He says, and in that day. What day are we talking about? That is this particular day. In that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, in other words, let me rest, rest your mind, please. Rest your mind. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give you. Not me. Will give you. Whatever. But you know why we don't get what we're asking in His name? Faith in his name. That's what Peter said. His name. Through faith in his name. That's what brought the miracle. When you have faith that the name of Jesus is enough. No matter even if you're dead four days back. You can come back to life. That's what he's saying. Whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give to you. Then he added, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. They didn't need to ask in his name. He was right there. Right? They They didn't need to ask anything in his name. He was right there with them. But this was before Jesus went to the cross. And Jesus spoke like if his, that thing was already accomplished. He told them, I'm going to be with my father. When he speaks, he speaks as if that thing is behind him. And that's the same thing here. He says, up till now, you haven't asked anything in my name. 
But that's going to, that's going to stop very quickly. Because I'm going away. He says, ask. Ask. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Did they ask things from Jesus? They did, right? But not in his name. Because it hadn't been given to them. He said, ask. And you will receive. Why? That your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. If there is a thing that you need in your life, and because of the absence of whatever this is, your life is not filled with joy, where God wants your joy to be full. And the solution to that, ask in his name. Ask in his name. That's what you need to do. If you're confused, ask in his name. Ask for clarity in his name. Whatever it is, put his name. This, the, the blank check is being signed. Okay. And if you read Isaiah 54, he says, don't hold back. God says, don't hold back. Read verse 2. Don't hold back. Write, and God will do it for you. Amen? Amen. Can I hear an amen? amen. Wonderful. You guys are so quiet, I know you got it. <laughs> I know you understand it. Use the name. Amen. Use the name for whatever trouble. Use the name. No matter what Satan is coming against your life with, use the name. Don't be afraid. That's what Jesus said. The one who bought that name. He says, don't be afraid. Just believe. Just believe. God will take care of that problem. The question is, when is he going to do it? Now. You don't talk like you are fully convinced. When is he going to do it? When? 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 Amen. Is it? Well, brother, good luck. I'm telling you, if I could see Jesus with my eyes, well, you won't see him. He's in heaven. But he's here in our midst, in his name. Amen? And all you have to do is speak his name this morning. Amen. Now, bow your heads with me today. Every one of you here, there are some of us here, you haven't made a true commitment to God. You're here in church, but you haven't made a commitment to God, true one. I want you to do that today. Make a solid commitment to God from the heart. And God will see you. It's very important. Because you don't have much right to use that name until you've made a full commitment to the Master that you belong to this name. Receiving Jesus, making a commitment to Jesus, is committing yourself to being a part of this precious name. And that gives you the right to use the name to change things in your life that you don't want. Because it's not according to God's will. You know it's not God's will. So today we use this name. So if you're here this morning and you want to commit to that name fully, no holding back. May I see your hand up? One, two, three. Put your hand up. Put your hand up. Put your hand up. All right. Wonderful. So we got everybody here that's committed to the name. Now you got to use the name. You got to use the name 
to defeat whatever trouble is healing your life today. If you're sick in the body, would you please come forward? We're going to use the name to bring you healing. I'm waiting for you. to the end of the road for Satan. He knows no way more. It's going to end right now. And I'm just going to lay my hand and thank you, Lord, because God is at work. Thank you, Master. I speak the name of Jesus no more. No more in the name of Jesus. I destroy Satan's power this life right now. No more. No more. You're not permitted. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, you're gone. You're gone from here. It's over right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We have no reason to be afraid. We have Jesus. It's the end of it today. In Jesus' name. Break the power of this sickness out of her now. In Jesus' name, out of her.
Jesus, the King.